Since iTunes only keeps the last 100 episodes of any show, some of our show topics that seem to help the most people are no longer available when people search on iTunes. So, in an effort to make that information available to more people, from time to time we're going to re-air some of our most popular show topics. You can also go to kickitnaturally.com and search for any topic in our search box. For now, enjoy this show that originally aired in 2014. T.C. Hill is not a doctor and does not claim to be a doctor or licensed in any type of medical field. Don't be an idiot and use anything heard on the show as medical advice. This information should be used for educational purposes only and you should contact your doctor for any medical advice. Now get off me. Kick it naturally. I'm Kenna McEnroe, and I'm here with. I'm TC. over here. Oh, oh I'm here too early, huh? Man, I gotta try TC harder. TC Hale. Hello, I'm TC over Hale, here. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was a real brat when he was. <laughs> yeah. Was yeah. Yeah, really. And uh, Will Schmidt, hottie patati over here, extraordinaire trainer to the stars. Hi. Hey. So. Today, we're going to be talking about detoxification. Is it really something that helps or not? Or is yeah, it let's, just BF? We're going to talk about it. We're going to that's talk what I about think. It. That's, that's a good plan. Yeah. So if you haven't liked us yet on Facebook, you're the only person in America who hasn't. Right. Pretty much everybody else has. Yeah, we're so big numbers. So go ahead. Go to kickitinthenuts.com. Or not .com. Just kick it in the nuts. Uh, that's where we post all of our show topics. And you guys can ask questions. And we'll try to answer them. Or, you know, you can even ask us for specific show topics. Yeah. You, we'll listen. We'll do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're doing a show on we're detoxing. Yeah. Why not? Somebody asked. So we're just yeah. doing it. We do what we're told. <laughs> so detoxing is pretty popular right now. Yeah. Like all the cool kids think they're detoxing. Yeah. And so we're going to kind of get into uh, what things are beneficial, what might make you dead by Thursday. We'll go over all that stuff. Maybe well, we just get into questions, huh? Well, let's do it. Okay. Michelle from Embler, Oregon. Do cleanses, detoxes really do anything more than just getting eating a great diet would do? I think that's a good question. What if you have crap all <laughs> in you, though, you know, and if you, you just want to get it all out? Like, say you were a smoker for years, and you've got all this sugar, that you just ate sugar like crazy, and you drink, and... You live next to a nuclear plant or something, and so you're really loaded leakage up. There's a lot of stuff water. going on for yeah. you. Um, well, let's let's talk about what a person would even be looking to detox for, because I think that's the viewpoint that a lot of people have is just that, oh, I'm filled with junk. I want to be filled with less junk, so I'm going to take this potion for a few weeks or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that. When you look at what Michelle asked about is, is it really better than just eating better? And a lot of times, if you can move towards eating better foods, that can be a form of detoxing because the body is made to remove junk. Do you want to talk about some of the ways that can happen? Pooping. There's one. <laughs> right. Winning. Sneezing. I got one. Underrated one. That would have been like low on family uh-huh. feud. Right. Sneezing. Would, no uh-huh. one thinks but I mean, when we, yeah, when we say detox, though, 
it really depends on what toxin you're talking about. So there's there's lots of ways the body could clear out different things. Sometimes it's like inside the cell, like the intracellular metabolites that the body has to then recycle and cleanse in a way, you know, versus like a parasite in your intestinal tract. And like that's a totally different. Or a heroin. Yeah, a heroin. <laughs> yeah, the, the lead heroin in a play. No, I meant heroin. The drug. I know, I know. Oh, oh, you oh, meant yeah. that, but the way you said. Oh, okay. It was, yeah. oh. Um, so it really depends on like what exactly you're trying to cleanse or detoxify out of the system. Sometimes it's things that need to literally get excreted from the body through the colon, you know, and then other things, it's like things you need to chelate, like heavy metals, and other times it's things you need to kill, like, you know, parasites or, or viruses, you know. Sure. So whatever you're trying to, uh, you got to get more specific when you're going to say detox. You know? Let's Let's talk about that then. Let's talk about our definition of what a toxin is so that we can first get some viewpoints of, what what do we even need to detox from? Yeah. So in, in our coach course, we talk about, or in, we've heard from a, one of our mentors also that we sometimes define a toxin as anything that the body cannot overcome or utilize. I think it can go a little bit further than that, too, like something that's harming the body also, you know. Because it stands to or, people. Or becoming, yeah, right. right. Which it really could. Um, but it's 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 creating a burden for the body that yeah. could be viewed as. Sure. Um so you can look at environmental toxins like radiation or air pollution. You can look at internal biochemical toxins. Yeah, and even stress, like Ken is saying, like it really could be a person. If you just can't stand yeah. a person you're Gotta go, all Tony. the time, yeah, bye-bye, yeah. <laughs> then you could detoxify by just not being here anymore. Yeah. Um, but those chemicals that are created from stress in your body can be another form of, of toxin, really. Yeah. So what we're saying is that uh, the body does have all of these strategies that it uses to remove toxins and for one reason or another a lot of people uh are having problems with those strategies 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 with those strategies working correctly for them uh which leaves toxins building up in the body and creating more of a burden and then the person can become kind of toxic so a lot of times it's not so much about getting the right potion to detoxify your body as it is to improving the way that your body is functioning so that it can detoxify itself the way that it's meant to do. So back to Michelle's question, and she really does make a good point with, with doesn't just eating good detoxify your body, and it really can for a lot of people because, Will, why don't you talk a little bit about maybe the fact of eating a lot of processed food or not digesting food correctly and how that can become a burden. Sure. So I, a lot of the food, I say that, I want to put air quotes on things. A lot of the foods that you uh-huh. can find in the grocery store are toxic. You know, like the chemical additives and things that they have in there. And some regular natural plants can also be like poisonous and toxin. Um, so cutting those out of your diet could be considered a detox or a cleanse, you know. Um, and then other times, if our digestive system isn't working well, then a normal, healthy, actually like appropriate for human consumption food could also occur to the body as a toxin. Like, what would be an example of a real food that a person should eat? Like, um, let's say, like steak. You or for vegan-minded people, um, a tomato. 
That's yeah. a that's a food. Okay, fair. Does that you know? Are we can we all agree? Like tomato? No nightshades. Okay, no. no <laughs> so like an orange. Okay, something like that. That food could be problematic if you don't have the digestive system to process it appropriately. So we want to first focus on like correcting, as you're talking about, just the way the body's operating and processing foods, and that in itself can create a lot of nutrition out of food instead of toxins. So a lot of people feel like they need to do a juice cleanse to like clear their body out of toxins. And that's true if, say for example, you don't have stomach acid and you can't break protein down, that protein is going to occur to your body as a toxin. So going on a juice cleanse could be considered a cleanse. Sure, because you're no longer bringing in this protein that you didn't have the ability to digest so it became a burden to the body. So when you stop that, and you just have vegetable juice or something like that, it allows your body to no longer have to focus on what do I do with this stuff that I can't break down because mm-hmm. it has to figure out, it has to do something with it. It has to figure out how to get rid of that. So if you remove that bar- burden, all of a sudden the body can do other things that might detoxify other junk. Sure. And people, like, then they, they don't have all that fermenting, like, food matter, animal protein in their body. They don't have all the endotoxins that come from the bacteria that are fermenting it. So they feel better. They're only eating, like, this, like, liquid vegetable, sh- fruit, sugar, juice, or master cleanse, whatever they're on. Yeah. So it's very easily absorbed energy. But And so they feel better. They're like, oh, they lose this weight. And it's they feel like, oh, this cleanse is awesome. And they could just do it all the time. Well, there's a plane that just flew into our studio. Right yeah, there. right. <laughs> the problem is, like, all they're really doing is avoiding... Just their, put a Band-Aid on it. Yeah, they're avoiding their digestive weaknesses. And they and they do feel better. I get that. And, and symptoms can improve. Like, you could lose weight. You could have more energy. Your skin could clear up. But you you're not looking at the main problem, which is you're going to you are experiencing a nutrient deficiency if you don't have like in this example stomach acid to break protein down you're gonna run into problems sooner or later because you need protein whether it's from steak or eggs or something you need to be able to acidify protein in order to turn into peptides to use it and without that you are going to run into cellular energy production problems and and protein deficiencies which lead to a lot of very well documented disease states right and people hear what you just said and they're like oh okay i need protein well i'll just have some of this soy protein powder and it's it's not so much of the fact that it's just protein that you need it's all of the amino acids and cofactors and everything that's in that protein once you break it down uh, especially from animal sources that's what you really need Mm -hmm. so you can't just take some protein powder and expect it to to fix all those problems yeah you need to be able to digest it also, when you were talking about digestion, the bile too, because that's the way that it like filth goes out of the body. If that's all sticky and not flowing, then you know mm. you're not getting the neutralization. Oh my gosh, I'm Good so job, smart. Coach Kenna. Mm. Right. And it's you know just crap in your body that just is another toxic. Yeah. Thing. And so, it, go ahead. So let's get to bile in one second. But first, let's explain that. Um, a lot of times, for the way that I think we talked about this last week, a lot of the people, the way that people eat that they're eating all this uh, junk that's processed and uh, it's not really food and the body doesn't know what to do with it. So a lot of times the body will take this garbage that it can't get rid of because there's too much junk in the system and it'll store it either in fat cells or even tissues and 
uh, hope to come back later when the coast is clear so we can remove it from the body. But right now it's just, it's overburdened with all this junk. So when someone goes on some type of cleanse, it usually involves, um, you're going to drink my magic potion, but at the same time I don't want you to drink or eat any processed food, no alcohol, no sugar, no artificial sweeteners. And there's all these rules of all this junk to remove. So now that all these toxins are not coming into the body, the coast is clear. And the body can say, okay, I can get rid of some of these toxins that I've stored in these fat cells and other places. And the body can actually detoxify. But it's not doing that because of the magical potion. It's doing that because the coast is finally clear from all of the constant flow of junk coming in that was blocking the body's ability to remove the junk that it normally would. So if they would have just not had the magic potion altogether and just like she said, just been like taking everything out of the diet eating and worked on your digestion and eating real food, then that would right. have been great. So eating real food is a great step, Michelle. But again, we go back to uh, digestion has to be there in order to break down the food like Will was saying. And then the bile flow is probably the most important natural detoxification pathway that the body uses. So do you want to kind of talk about that a little, Will? Yeah, so like not only our own natural like tissue breakdown metabolites like called bilirubin, which is like broken down blood cells that our body will combine with cholesterol and other bile salts to make what bile actually is. So that is all our own internal you can garbage, garbage yeah. toxins, I guess you could tell, I don't know if you'd call it toxins, but waste that your body then has to eliminate. And along with that, there's a lot of other toxins like medications and chemicals <laughs> and things that your body will filter as much as best as it can and then send that out with the bile also. You can also eliminate stuff through urine, exhalation, sweating, that kind of way of like other like constant ways of the body clears itself of toxins. Even a woman's monthly cycle is a major detoxification event. Mm. Or drinking water if you're able to drink water. You know, it clears it out. Right. That helps you Water, clear it out. Pee, peeing stuff out of the kidneys is another filtered uh, detoxification pathway as well. I guess I want to say for a moment, like there, like, so correcting digestion is a foundational step that if people only did that, then a lot of the foods that they that they consider toxic would no longer be toxic. They would then be nutritive and important. And you need to do that rather than just go on a juice cleanse because you need those nutrients. Right, and a yeah. juice cleanse is not for life. It's for a week or two or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so the minute you go back to what you're doing, not only you're right back to not being able to remove toxins, but now you're now you're doing it with much less resources than you had before you yeah. spent two weeks trying to function as a human without any amount of a lot of nutrients. Yeah. So that that is like true and can help resolve a lot of people's issues around like what, you know, around needing to do like a cleanse every month or something like that. But then there are other times when a detox is totally appropriate, like if you have heavy metals, for example, like just correcting your digestion can help as your body like works on that. But there may be other like chelation therapies that you may want to do. Some supplements can be useful for that, sometimes depending on the metal and where it is. But those there are there are appropriate times for specific detoxification um, methods, whether it's like um, whether it's an infrared sauna or chelation or uh, an antiparasitic 
cleanse or H, you know, an H. pylori protocol, like whatever you're looking at. Right. Like I, I had a heavy metal issue of an iron overload, and, and the way that I had to detox that was through phlebotomy therapy, where you basically go and you just bleed. Leeches. Yeah, <laughs> leeches is what they would have done long ago. I had to take them, take them off, too. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, for some toxins, depending on what they are, that it's a lot harder to get them out of the body, uh, depending on the circumstance. Um, but once I achieved that over, you know, months, uh, everything improved just because the burden that it was placing on my body was removed. I mean, in that respect, you could even look at, like, having your fillings removed as a detox. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Madeline from Toluca Lake, California. What are your thoughts on the master cleanse? Amber from Clara, Michigan. Please explain the thought process behind the master cleanse, the lemon, maple, syrup, cayenne, pepper drink, and how have people lived on that for 40 days? P.S. I love you guys. We love you too, Amber. Oh, I'd like to see Will get all hopped up when he talks about the Master yeah. Cleanse, so we'll have Gosh. him explain that. I wrote it like a while ago. I wrote a whole blog post called it What's Wrong really with good. the Master Cleanse? Uh-huh. It's awful. It's I awful. tried it for nine hours and I started hallucinating. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. Oh, I thought you meant my post was awful. <laughs> oh, 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 no, no. Your post was amazing. Uh, no, sure. I don't know if it was amazing, but it did point out some of the main problems, which we've actually already talked about. Like, The main thing being... Uh, you're not correcting the problem. You're you're avoiding the problem. You need to be able to digest things like proteins and fats for proper nutrition, and to just go on a what you know this protocol. I'm not going to call it a cleanse. People call it the master cleanse, where you just drink maple syrup and lemon and water and cayenne. Um, people feel this euphoria while they're on it because they're avoiding their digestive weaknesses, but they're also further creating nutrient deficiencies by totally avoiding proteins and fats and that gets in the way of how your cells uh, the building blocks that they need but also your hormone levels get all out of whack and other important like nutrient constituents that you need for cells to make energy the way that they really love to so you need to instead like rather than relying on this as like a uh, whatever once a month or once a year kind of cleanse look at what are the digestive issues that are making me uh, feel so much better when I don't eat proteins or fats and then try to address those issues and the problem is like when you do the master cleanse like you said you end up being more deplete when you come back out of it so you go back to trying to eat proteins and fats again and it goes worse than it did before yeah. you, know? you like mess up your metabolism and you're in starvation starvation mode and you probably gain back every single bit of the weight that you lost yeah, so one thing to look at, too, is is before you look at something that's extraordinary like this as your answer, it's important to look at the fundamentals. Because I've had clients say, oh, yeah, I, I do the master cleanse uh, about once every you know three or four months, and I always feel better. And I'm like, oh, well, how often do you poop? Oh, I poop probably once a week. It's really great. And so if if you're not pooping every single day, what what do you think is happening to the waste that's supposed to be leaving? It's 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 creating a burden and it's creating a toxic environment for your body. So instead of having to do a master cleanse that you think is benefiting you in some way, what if you just pooped? Yeah. Yeah. So when people have problems like that, and, and we teach about constipation in another episode, um, and you can also learn about that in our free four week digestion course at kickitinthenuts.com. But it's easier to fix those problems than people think once they understand 
the underlying cause of their constipation. And when you fix something basic like that, all of a sudden the body can go back to working like it's supposed to and it can get rid of filth on its own. You know, one one time when I would maybe suggest or why I would say like, oh yeah, the master cleanse was a good move would be, I guess, considering your starting point, you know, like what you're eating before that. Like, for example, a lot of the people that I know that have done the master cleanse for extended periods of time are on like a, a sort of like stereotypical vegan diet. Where they're eating a lot of like grain bowls and rice and quinoa and maybe like soy products and a lot of unsaturated fats, like, and they're not having any of the kinds of fats or any of the kinds of proteins that I would recommend. So maybe that is a good move. Like, if you step away from all those starches and fatty acids, maybe it is better for you to just drink just lemon, lemon juice yeah, and yeah. maple syrup. Because I would rather you have maple syrup than a bunch of rice. Like the way that those carbs hit your... Or a fake cells. chicken nugget soy. Yeah, with a bunch of toxic fatty acids. So it could be a step in the right direction, depending on where you're starting that from. That is a really good point. Kathy, what do you think about products like Isogenics? Are they helpful? Bob, Morristown, Tennessee. What about products like It Works, Shakeology, and other Get Slim Quick products? Never mind, just re-listen to your Using Supplements podcast. <laughs> good job, Bob. So it sounds like, because uh, I think we talked about some of these things uh, when we take in our using supplements episode. We talked about how uh, a lot of people just want a product to fix all their problems, and and sometimes it's more about the fundamentals and just helping the body uh, correct things that aren't working right. And and one thing is that we do use supplements and products as well as dietary changes to fix things like bile flow or constipation. Um, but we do that because our food supply now, especially a lot of the processed stuff that people eat, and a lot of the grains too, seem to thicken up the bile so that it can't flow properly. And when it's not flowing, the body's not getting rid of waste. So sometimes you need to cheat and, and use some help to allow the body's uh, main functions to function. But to take some formula to think that this is going to pull all the junk out of your body it's usually not the case and there can also be issues that um like for the way certain cells work or if tissues are deprived of certain nutrients it can create an inordinate need for that specific supplement like a vitamin e or specific b vitamin you can through accidental deprivation or cellular damage from like radiation or like a toxic food source or something like that, you can create a true need in your body for like an exorbitant amount of like a specific vitamin or a certain nutrient where supplementation would just be like kind of the only practical way to go about it. So it's it's also important to look at your own and to get more familiar with what nutrient deficiencies look like and then uh, know good high quality products that can help fill those needs. Right. So there are some products out there it may be like some type of protein shake that is it has some nutrition in it. It has some protein that's usable and not one that's causing problems. And, and they don't include artificial sweeteners. But most of them out there have so much garbage or sugar in them that it, it's, it's problematic. So um, it's not that we want to tell somebody don't ever use anything like that. The point is don't view that as your solution because your solution is to work with your body Look at your physiology and try to figure out what the actual problem is. And then you can help to figure that out, and then the body can function optimally. Jackie from Sumter, South Carolina. What really does and does it, what really, I'm sorry, what really works and does it really 
do the body good? Would it help someone who is mineral excessive and tends to have high blood pressure? Well, what about supplement water? Yeah, that's a really good one, Kenna. Yeah, and and a lot of people with high blood pressure are not drinking enough water. Um, So there's a lot of steps that someone could take to bring down blood pressure, and and a cleanse might not be the actual thing, um, because a lot of times high blood pressure is from poor bile flow is a common cause of that, just because the filth that should be leaving the body is still in the bloodstream and thickening up the blood and raising blood pressure. Mm -hmm. You want to talk maybe about some sugar handling issues that could cause blood pressure? Yeah, sure. So another thing could be like if you've damaged your mitochondria, like say you you heard fish oil was a great idea, so you took a bottle of fish oil for a year, and then all of a sudden you got really fat and diabetes. You're like, what's (laughs) going on? And it's because the fatty acids will like impair your mitochondria's ability to oxidize glucose, so then that glucose uh, that you consume just builds up in the blood and also your body uh, will start to create more glucose because it's trying to feed the cells glucose even if you're eating carbs so like from it can turn protein into glucose yeah so it'll deanimate your and we see this in diabetics like they'll sometimes they'll avoid all sugar but they'll have very high fasting glucose scores like when they wake up and it's because their cells aren't getting the glucose so the body will keep manufacturing more glucose from your own muscles, the protein that you eat. So they'll wake up with these really high fasting glucose scores because of the damage that they've done to their cells. They can't actually access the glucose that's being provided, whether it's from your own deanimation of your muscles or from sugar or starches that you're eating. Um, so that can also lead to higher blood pressure, as can um, hypothyroidism. And when cellular energy production is impaired, the body can start to retain more fluids that can cause swelling and, and retention of, um, of electrolytes in the wrong position. So we'll see in hypothyroid cases, a lot of times they'll have elevated blood calcium levels and elevated blood pressure along with that. And in some of those cases, either like a thyroid supplement or eating more salt can actually help correct the electrolyte imbalance and reduce the uh, high blood pressure. Right. And so for a lot of people, there's a lot of things that could help blood pressure in that that they would not need some type of uh, ridiculous cleanse. We see people that just start to reduce their starch intake, and blood pressure can come down very quickly, especially if they listen to Kenna and just drink some water. You know, most people say, how much water did you drink today? And they're like, oh, well, I had a cup of coffee. And and that that's not water. You know, a person needs water. It, it When you drink it, it's... It's water. <laughs> right. Also, medications. Maybe they're on a medication mm-hmm. that's like making them really high blood pressure and stuff. Right, because uh, medications can impair liver function, and that liver is there to remove the junk. So I like to see people that are on three different medications, but they're going to do a cleanse. Mm. You know? That, <laughs> that is like throwing money in the wind. <laughs> right. You know, something we haven't talked about yet is the danger of doing some type of. Uh, uh, oh, let's do Adam's question first, and then we'll talk about this. Adam, can you really do an organ-specific detox, like liver detox? And is it really even beneficial to do? And what is the difference between a detox and a cleanse? Good question. Oh. Marketing. Uh-huh. Um, but one thing I want to hit with Adam's question here is about doing the liver detox, things that are popular. Um, so can you talk a little about... Uh, what happens if we do some type of liver 
activation detox thing, but we don't have bile flowing. Mm. Well, I guess like the way we would do a liver yeah, detox is different. Is different. <laughs> like we would actually like we would help get the things that are like clogging it out, right? So beet flow helps improve bile flow, um, and we'll do coffee enemas to also help improve bile flow. And in that way, yeah, you can do totally organ specific cleanses or detoxes if if hypobilirubinemia is or just like you know congested obstructed bile is toxifying the organ in a sense then helping to take steps to help thin the bile and ease its path out of the body is an organ specific detox or cleanse but a lot of the times people will go about um, doing a liver cleanse that's dangerous so instead of uh, actually improving the consistency of the bile and dilating the pathway the bile is supposed to flow through through like things like beet flow or in a coffee suppository or coffee enema. Instead, they'll just they'll create this um, this huge demand on the liver, like trying to force it to do its job. So that's the typical liver gallbladder flush that we'll see where they'll. Um, They'll consume a massive amount of lemon juice and oil and salt to try to like trigger the bile to release or the liver to release all these stones and and sometimes it can work and so you'll see a lot of stones release and other times you'll see kidney failure. So. Right. So what happens with that is we, if you're squeezing all of this filth out of the liver and yet there's no place for that filth to go because the bile is where that filth goes. It's the bile flow that takes it out of the body. So if that pathway is obstructed or not flowing correctly, you remove all this filth from the liver, and the only place it has to go is it's out through the kidneys. But the kidneys are not built to remove that waste. Uh, So it ends up overwhelming the kidneys, and you can cause kidney failure. And that's not you don't want that. You don't want to, and so I'll, that's why we always say that it's really important. Like we never recommend those liver cleanses, really. But if someone's going to do it, you absolutely have to make sure your bile is flowing first, or you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah, and I'm also not a fan of the idea that seeing a bunch of stones come out is a good thing because your body likes to recycle bile salts. Those stones are like crystallized bile, so the, the salts that your body will recycle up to 20 times in the process of remanufacturing bile and sending it through the digestive system. So to do something that just triggers the bile to crystallize and then be excreted, that's not the normal, like, I think it's entropathic circulation. That then should, would you be low on bile? I mean, Your body will, yeah, you will be, like, lower on bile salts. But your body will, it's always making more mm-hmm. if you have cholesterol to make it from. So... I just don't think the goal of what they're looking for and like what they see as a successful uh-huh. result from that is even necessarily desirable. Well, I'm fine if uh, if stones are because basically the stones are just uh, you know a lot of that is bile that has been uh, dehydrated because because in that gallbladder it concentrates the bile so that it's more effective. But of course, if it's not flowing or nobody drinks any water and it's backing up too much. It just stays in there and just keeps concentrating until it's a stone. So if, a, if, if we have to start getting it to flow, then those stones can start to melt down and so that it can move again. So you want the movement in there, um, but yeah, maybe just the goal doesn't need to be to have them come out. Mm-hmm. 
Simon from Wrexham. When we lose fat, toxins stored in the fat are released into the body again. I'm losing the last couple of pounds of excess fat I have, and I'm having symptoms of food intolerance from foods I haven't eaten in years. I put on extra weight about 10 years ago and started losing it about a year ago after finding you guys. Woo woo. So I'm losing the sa- so am I losing the same fat I put on 10 years ago and dealing with the same toxins or is something else going on? So it's a little more complicated than like here's what's going to happen Simon, we're going to give you an answer and then it, it might not be right because I think this is one of those things where uh we we're learning so much about the body, but nobody really gets everything that goes on because uh, we see from a lot of people where they they'll start to lose weight and they can experience side effects from even a drug that they took years ago and they haven't had it for years because there are a lot of toxins that can be stored in fat. That doesn't mean that all toxins can be stored in fat, but there's a lot of them that can, and you know cells get turned over and the body gets rebuilt and all that kind of stuff but it appears that there is some junk that the body can hold on to for a really really long time Mm -hmm. so it definitely is possible that um, as you lose fat and those fat cells dump the junk that's in there it's possible that that some of that junk could be from a long time ago yeah and they talk about that happening with lsd sometimes yeah. You know, as you, you'll start to trip while you're losing fat. I, I haven't personally gotten to have like a double benefit from using no, that. I haven't but I yeah, I think it's it is kind of well documented that toxins in the blood will elevate as the body metabolizes fat. All right. Holly. I'm thinking it may be good for some and not for others, depending on the toxic load you are already dealing with. Someone cool once told me everybody's different. I hope I'm cool. I don't think that I don't know about but that. I I agree with Holly. Okay. And let, and we're going to talk about more of what Holly said when we get to Susie's question. Susie, my body. Oh, we're we're at Susie's question now. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Susie, my body appears to be too toxic to detox. When the toxins are released, they throw me into overload, and I get severe reactions. I know from hair analysis that I have lots of heavy metals. Wondered if a foot detox would work or hurt. The very mild coffee enema put me out for about a week. I cannot eat raw veggies, and it may be because they have a detoxing effect. For two years, I've been grain and dairy-free. I have started eating medium-carb foods like sweet potatoes and squash. I'm electrolyte deficient. I have just been able to use the HCL in the last few weeks. I'm super sensitive to drugs and to smells. I stay away from most toxins to avoid overload, but even being around someone with perfume will give me a headache. I also have noticed that if I exert too much in exercise, then I get a reaction. Any help you can offer, will I will be most grateful for. Wow. So it's a lot of stuff, and it's a lot of stuff that's familiar to me because this is a lot of the things that I went through mm-hmm. uh, when I first started out because, you know, I was on a lot of medications when I didn't know what was going on with me, and um, I became super toxic, plus... While all that was going on, I also had the heavy metal iron overload stuff. So I was the same way where everything that I took or ate, you know, it would hit me like a Mack truck. Um, and I couldn't be anywhere near any type of smells whatsoever, um, any kind of cleaning product. Um, I would have to, like, 
lie down for three days. It was like it was really difficult because my body was so toxic. And I think that we've seen in our free support group on Facebook, um, Susie talking for a little while now, and she started. She had to start off very slow on beat flow, and we see that sometimes when someone is so toxic, when you start to help the bile flow and it starts to remove some junk, that sometimes it'll do it too quickly. Uh, since you know, imagine taking the garbage out and you walk down the sidewalk of your house towards the street to put the garbage out. It's a pretty easy thing to do, but if you had garbage lined up all the way down the sidewalk and you had to walk over and through and all that, you know, it, it would be more problematic. And I think that's kind of what happens with a lot of people. So with so many different pathways all junked up, sometimes you just got to do what you can a little bit at a time to start slowly removing that burden from the body so that every time you start to remove some junk, it doesn't hit you so hard. Would, would you have thoughts on, on that kind of thing? I, I concur. I think it is um, it is important for people to go at a pace that works for them. And uh, if you have been sick for a long time and you're on medications, uh, they can also really get in the way of cleanses. Like, not only are they impairing digestion, but they can also... Um, impair your body's ability to eliminate toxins. So I've had clients that have been like, um, they've been on like AIDS medication for a while and they do a beef flush and they get this huge viral flush, they called it, like where their skin's all reactive because those medications are impairing the body's ability to detox. So if you are someone that is uh, sick or ill, you know that your body is like normal mechanisms of cleansing, um, may need a lot of support and you may need to, uh, and you may be on medications that are further getting in the way. So feel, uh, feel empowered to go at what pace works for you and also try to find a coach that can help you through the nuances of it. Right, because the, the goal with someone like this and the goal with me was to, okay, there's a lot of ways to help the body remove a lot of these metals and, and toxins and all this kind of stuff. But a lot of them are too much. So what I want to do is just remove a burden as much as I can. First, I needed to fix my digestion so that all the food I was eating was not a burden. So that was a big deal. Then I had to reduce the iron overload so that that was not a burden. And it was just, it was over years, really, of just removing burden after burden and uh then he removed me. Mm-hmm. And now Ken is gone, and that helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, but, you I'll know, like... his voice came back. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she talks about... Susie mentions those uh, foot uh, detox things. And there are some minerals uh, that you can pull toxins out of your skin, actually. And a lot of our junk kind of goes to our feet... Um, because blood flows there. And that's why a lot of diabetics will have problems in their legs and feet because all that sugar and bacteria that loves the sugar is down in that area. So doing something like that is not horrible. It's just you got to know it's not going to be your solution. It can just be something else that helps it out because a lot of people told me that I should do like Epsom salt baths and things that pull toxins out of your body, which can be helpful. The problem is they also pull minerals out of your body. And my blood pressure was like 98 over 60 already. So when I did something like that, I was wrecked. I was like ruined for a week. So if that's the issue with you, 
then maybe you take the steps to lift your mineral levels to a point that where you can handle some other detoxification pathways that might pull out some minerals as well you know like some saunas or some sweating you know stuff like that because you can't really qualify to do those things if your mineral deplete so it, it might be a nuance of okay i gotta take a few steps at a time as long as i'm moving forward i'm happy about it i know that i'm not going to be fixed in three weeks it didn't take me three weeks to get to this point so you can't expect that and maybe finding a coach to help with some of the stuff if it's really complicated can be beneficial but just know that i i i've seen other clients where you were and i myself was exactly where you are and just know that um i, I wasn't interested in giving up i wasn't interested in, in not trying anymore and it just eventually i noticed things improving and as they improved it made it easier to create even more improvement yeah, I think perspective is really important on this when we look at detoxing and cleansing and taking this route of correcting your digestion and then correcting your diet is is the foundational process of building healthy cells. And I like to think of it, and we've mentioned it before, thinking it like farming, you know. When you take over like a new a new field, and it's before that it was like a grocery store, and now, or it was a skyscraper, and now you want it to be a farm. Right. It's going to take some while a while to condition the soil so that it has everything it needs to build to grow. You probably have to first remove the concrete. Yeah, the skyscraper in the way. Yeah, get that out of the first, way. First, take out then, the elevator. Right, and then the skyscraper, and then the concrete. Yeah. So there's steps to that. And then add dirt, and uh-huh. then minerals. Right. And then, you know, so it's a process, and a lot of the times, like I think I'm just gonna leave it a skyscraper. Yeah, just <laughs> let's let it fly. So when you start doing all these right things, and you know, it's like the foundation of work. There's a lot of things that need to clear out and get out of the way, and you're working with a body that's not working that efficiently. So it can take a little while for it to clear those things out, and it can take a while for the cells to even get to a state where they can start to replicate themselves in a healthy way and make you know, a cell that's actually thriving. So you can stick with it, and you'll see like farmers, they'll do everything right for a couple of years and not expect a good crop those first couple of years until eventually they've conditioned the soil to now, like, all right, cool, now you can start to really make healthy crops. And that, think of it, your cells like that. So if you, you know, stay the course and put on that sort of agrarian perspective rather than looking for like, you know, a medication is going to make you better tomorrow. It's not always available. Right. And so Susie's already seen that all of a sudden now she's able to use one HCL capsule per meal as to where before it hit her too hard. So I think she knows that she's moving in the right direction. It's just a matter of understanding that as humans, we can't normally fix things in the four hours that it takes for a pain pill to kick in like a lot of advertisers want you to believe. So it's okay that it takes some time. And then you have to do some work. What's exciting is that you can show yourself, oh, I can make little improvements. So if I can make little improvements, if I continue, I bet I can create more of those and then even bigger ones. And then it just gets fun. Hmm. I think we did it. I think we, we finished the show. We talked and about we, this. We've thing. answered Adam's question about the difference of the cleanse and a detox because I must have zoned um, out there. Well, I, you know, I think a cleanse is like a specific process that someone tries to do and it a detoxification is like the removal of a toxin. I don't know. It really depends on how you want to define it. Some people could use them interchangeably. I would look at it like a cleanse would maybe look more like cutting things out of your 
like an event. Yeah, like, oh, let's do a 10-day cleanse, you know, whereas a detox could be anything like, a you know, a sauna or chelation, you know. Or getting bile to flow. Yeah. Or maybe not buying Twinkies anymore. Yeah, I don't know if it really matters to define it, but okay. the point is we want to be healthy, and there's different ways that we need to go about creating health. So if you'd like to learn more about how to become a health coach or even just dig into more advanced teachings for yourself or your family, go to healthprocourse.com to learn about Tony and Will's course for coaches. Registration for this course only opens to the public for about a week at a time, so be sure to register for the coach newsletter so you'll be notified when the next registration opens. You'll find more info at healthprocourse.com. Today, all of our listeners can get a free audiobook from audible.com. Just go to kickitinthenuts.com forward slash audiobook for the details. And if you want to learn more about how to look at your own chemistry, you can read any of Tony's books or take the free four-week digestion course at kickitinthenuts.com or head on over to Will Schmidt's My bodyofknowledge.net and he's got lots of great info there and so, I don't have any good info to give you for myself but, but you're so pretty that's true and I'm learning a bunch of stuff yeah she's smart so what we'll do is we'll see you guys next week bye bye, bye.